One witch is powerful. A coven of witches is unstoppable. Want to go deeper in your craft with the support of your basic witches? Then join our coven on Patreon. We have three tantalizing tiers with ad-free episodes, shout-outs on the pod, monthly card pulls, and girl talk, where you get to connect with us one-on-two. So, are you a basic witch, boss witch, or our best witch? We can't wait to see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches, <laughs> basically. Witch, please stop subconsciously hating yourself, shoulding all over yourself. And for the love of goddess, stop thinking you have to do it all on your own. This witch is haha here to help. Find me on sexandthesynchronicity.com for coaching, courses, card pulls, and deep XX exploration through erotic art. Fortune favors the bold, so be bold, be that witch, and head to sexandthesynchronicity.com. Hey witches, Leah here. You know my all-time favorite thing to talk about is manifestations, synchronicities, and going for the goals. So if you're ready to put your feminine energy in the front seat and whoa manifest some sh Wait, are you really gonna bleep out sh I can't say sh This is my commercial. Anyway, what are you waiting for? It's can or never. Join my four-week manifestation course, buy my deck, art, and more by going to www.leahknauer.com. L-E-A-H-K-N-A-U-E-R.com. Hey, witches! Welcome to this special video episode of Basic Witches. I'm Rachel LaForest. And I'm Leah Knauer, and... Witches. Wow. We have a great conversation, great episode today with Chris Corsini, who you already know and love. So do we really need to intro him? <laughs> right. You guys are already obsessed. So you're welcome. <laughs> um, I know that you're going to be super like excited to hear these these awesome in-depth answers he had as to like how he does the amazing readings that he does and you get to watch it on youtube and see chris sign along um and we talk all about his connection to the deaf community and the beauty of sign language and spirituality and it's going to be an awesome ride and signs from the universe too and how to trust that and stay open and take big moves so if you're looking for a sign to take a risk make that leap this is it baby get out there and do it um other things you should go out there and do is join our patreon where you can get monthly polls and shout outs on the pod yeah you you i was just watching like go for it go for it there's the segue (laughs) oh i took it um yeah join our patreon and please 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 i know we say this a lot but it truly does help us so much if you leave us an itunes review we get a lot of dms saying how much our show has helped you so please you can just copy and paste that right into the review it helps us so much and we truly appreciate your time and energy to do that yeah and we know you're gonna appreciate this episode with chris corsini enjoy 
And Rachel does sign a little bit. Little. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you also. How are you today? (laughs) Uh, Today I am busy. I'm, yeah, yeah, now I'm more chill because all of my work I just completed, which is good, but (sighs) I'm excited to chat. Yeah. And for listeners listening to this, go on over to YouTube and check out the video because Chris is signing this whole time. Um, and let's talk about that. You're, you're involved in the deaf community and you, that's your thing. You sign all of your readings. How did this come about? Well, I was in the deaf community working as an interpreter for like over a decade. Um, and I met some deaf students in high school and um their interpreter set up a sign language club and my friend like dragged me so we could have like a secret language but like asl is not a secret language like (laughs) a lot of people use asl um and if you don't you should so that you can chat with deaf people um Mm -hmm. but yeah that's how it sort of started and then um when i started doing my tarot and my horoscopes and all that fun stuff, I thought I should just sign at the same time so deaf people can obviously be included and we can, you know, discuss accessibility at the forefront of what we do. So yeah, that was kind of how it happened. Oh, that's amazing. Did you, did you find that there was like a gap in, um, interpreting ASL in the spiritual community? Oh yeah, for sure. I feel like um, deaf people don't have access to a lot of resources. I mean, compared to the hearing world, like it's it's a hearing world really, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's molded for that. So um, deaf people oftentimes are kind of like a second thought, like, oh, oh, I never thought I should hire an interpreter. I never thought I should add a transcript or add captions right. or whatever. So um yeah, I noticed that that happens for a lot of things. And I thought for sure um, in my community, my spiritual community, my um, entertainment community, I thought like, why not include deaf people and sign language and not make it like, look at the deaf people, look at the sign language just to make it normal. You know what I mean? Right. So that it's just normal now with like integrated. Right. Same as um, like with my writing, I try to write women in, not making it about that I'm writing about women. Like <laughs> it's just normal that all the characters are women. Right. I was recently yeah. in Uruguay and they um, they have an interpreter on the side of the screen for news, for everything. Oh, I thought it was so cool. I'm just like, it, cool. it can be that easy. Why don't we do that in America? Mm. Right. And here in Portugal, I live in Portugal now. I'm from Canada, Toronto. Um, shout out. But yeah, <laughs> I live here now and I was like surprised at seeing like on the streets outside, you see like um promotional like teleprompters and there's like an interpreter just on the screen just interpreting everything i'm like that is accessibility and if you think about portugal like this is like a chill country they're like very old school they're like Mm -hmm. sometimes kind of like a little bit behind Mm. with us (laughs) but like they've got their accessibility you know as a priority so they like what matters is is working Mm. (laughs) is spirituality big in portugal um, I've met a lot of spiritual people, uh, yoga studio mm. and different, um, teachers and whatnot. So yeah, I think there's a community here for sure. I think it's still, um, growing, but yeah. 
I, I think maybe a little bit less than like Los Angeles, for example, when I was living in LA, it was like everyone you meet like has some spiritual practice. Uh, so, um, mm-hmm. Maybe not everyone, but a lot of people, you know what I mean? So yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so it is here though. So you used to live in LA. I didn't know I, that. Yeah, I lived in Los Angeles just for a few months. Um, I went to visit a friend and I stayed with them for I think like three and a half uh, months. And just that's actually when I started taking more like workshops and classes myself to um, sort of practice my spiritual practice, my psychic abilities, like yeah. strength, et cetera. So yeah. I went back to Toronto and was like, oh, I love what I do. And I feel so good because I have um, more connection to myself. So mm. yeah, I used that experience, applied it to Toronto and then started, you know, doing more readings and whatever. And that's mm-hmm. the beauty of this work, like getting right. to know yourself more, getting right. Oh, yeah. that's why we do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, there's and to help people. people. Yeah, right. To help people find more strength with themselves. And mm-hmm. there's so many people that are like, like I was doing an interview last week um, and the woman was like, so how are you psychic? Like, how did you, how did you figure that out? And I was like, well, we're all psychic. And she's like, what? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, the government, the people, you know, who have control and power, they don't want you to know that, that you can like manifest everything yourself without right. them. They want you to work 40 hours a week and uh, like, the bullshit, whatever. And be, you know? be disempowered, like. Right, yeah, yeah. like no, not the vibe. So now it's 2021 mm-hmm. and it's time to like stand up and take your power back and control yes. your own life and everything, you know, so yeah. That's- yes, yeah. So what are what are your psychic abilities? My psychic abilities. Well, it's funny because um, next week, I believe I am starting more um, training with a Los Angeles. She's actually like a um, famous medium. Her name is Fleur. So um, shout out to Fleur. And she has a uh, mentorship program that I am taking and she's going to help me figure out how to sort of level up um, my she specializes in mediumship which is like contacting the dead and um i right now sort of like specialize in um like psychic um awareness i guess which is really like contacting the living and like yeah. <laughs> their lives and their energy so i use tarot um that's really my tool and when i'm picking up uh information from their aura or their higher self mm. or experience. It typically comes through in um, like letters, numbers, um, names sometimes. I get a lot of images. Like two weeks ago, I was interviewing someone or sorry, reading someone and like broccoli, like broccoli grew <laughs> really strong. And they were like, I don't know what your fuck you're talking about. And then like five days later, they called me and was like, oh my God, you will have no idea what just happened related to broccoli. And I was like, okay, so it worked. So yeah, I, I'm very visual and I'm a Gemini um, sun. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm a Libra rising. So a lot of um, air. So I just kind of get thoughts. I just kind of know something and it's just, yeah, it's mm. all in mind. And 
And then you just trust it. You just have to say what you feel, say mm-hmm, what you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that person's like, oh my God, that's accurate. And you're like, exactly, you know? Yeah. So, and like, side note, can I just say the sign for um, death is, yeah. I, I, th- I believe it's the same sign for change, no? Wait, oh, death. death. Sorry, I thought you said death. <laughs> Not death. <laughs> Not like, death. No, death is up here. Death. Yeah. <laughs> Death, um, this, it will change is this. Ah, it's so close. I mean, of course, you should always ask a deaf person to teach you ASL, but there's no deaf people here right now. And I know it, so I will tell you right. that yeah, mm-hmm. um, death is this. Um, but really like change and death and, you know, transformation, like it's all that um, hand shape of like going from this to to something else, to becoming something else. Yes, so- right, becoming. Yeah, they all of those signs, all four of those involve like flipping the hands in sort of a semicircle. And I just think that's cool. And that's one thing I love about learning sign is that like, um, I, I feel like it's a language where the emotion comes through clearly, really clearly. And I think that's why I picked it up pretty fast because I'm an emotional empathic person. And it's just, it just also connects to like how you were talking about the mediumship um, and her contacting the dead. It just made me think of that, like mm-hmm. death and change. And that's something that's been a recurring theme I'm focusing on for a while now. Um, Death and change. Aries season also, right? So we just, Pisces season, the 12th house. So finally spring, finally we're moving into a new chapter, a fresh start. Today we're recording this on the Aries new moon. Yes, Uh, yes. So like big change, big um, shift really. So it's definitely Mm -hmm. a death and rebirth process. Aries does that. Yeah. Yes. When I was in um, Jay and Silent Bob reboot, Kevin Smith's movie, one of the cast members was deaf and she was signing. And I know like one sentence that Rachel taught me, which is I want to learn. So I said that to her and then she said back and I'll like never forget it because it was the perfect thing to say. She was like, then teach yourself. I was like, oh yeah, like no one's gonna teach me. Like I have to just do it myself. So then I started watching YouTube videos. I still can't like communicate with you guys, but I love watching it and I know a few things, but it was just like, yeah, you have to just do it yourself. Yeah. You have to do, you have to, um, you have to want to do it also. You can't be forced to do anything really. Like if you Mm -hmm. have that curiosity and that passion about something and that's for anything, then like go for it. Right. But, um, I'm actually working with a production team and deaf instructors. So within the next, I want to say soon, but maybe within the next like, you know, four months, um, I should have online resources that are taught by deaf people and they're certified instructors because I have a lot of followers who ask, <laughs> where can I learn? Can you teach me? And like, you shouldn't learn from a right. hearing person, obviously. So yeah, I've like hired a few deaf people to make um, some videos and instructional content so you guys can learn actually, yeah. Nice. Not what really made, what made you want to learn? I just met um, deaf students at my high school. And I remember, again, my friend was like, oh, let's go, let's go. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. And I was like mm-hmm. the top of that class. I like picked it up the fastest and their interpreter was like, you're really good at like picking this up. Like um, you should go to George Brown College and check it out in Toronto. It's a training program. 
And I just wanted to move to Toronto. So I was like, Toronto, okay, for sure, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I went to the screening and I got, I got in. But like, I've done a lot of meditation and um, some like past life regression and stuff like that. And I've had two other people tell me that I was deaf in a past life. So I think that that is why when I saw sign language the first time I was like, oh my God, it's home. Like something feels connected. And of wow. course, like it's not my language. I'm a hearing person. It's not my language. I'm not saying uh -huh. that, but I just, I think that energetically my soul had this connection to the language already. So right. um, yeah, so that was just interesting when like people told me that I was like, oh my God, you don't even know that I'm like an ASL interpreter. So it was just funny. Yeah, That's crazy. Wow. They didn't know that. Right? Wow. I feel, like that's, <laughs> I feel like that's proof. Um, and so our listeners are huge fans of yours. I don't know if your people told you that when we reached out, but like <laughs> our people love you. Um, and they want to know why, I mean, they already know your readings are so accurate, but they want to know why are your reading so accurate they like they go on and on about how spot on you are yeah I get that a lot from people <laughs> I always say like when the reading hits like it hits a hundred percent like sometimes down to like the person's name the numbers whatever it's so accurate um but it's an overall general reading so obviously I'm not mm. going to connect with every Capricorn right for example so um I don't know. I, I think a lot of what happens is, is just me trusting myself. It's mm. just like when I see broccoli, I don't think, well, why are you showing me broccoli? I just say, and there's fucking broccoli coming up. And then it's like, you know, the letter M and I think you're just, you're, you're over it. And it's like, yeah, I'm dating, you know, this chick named Melissa and she has a broccoli tattoo and like, I'm over. And it just, it just works. So I think, yeah, I, I just now, because I've also had a lot of practice with one-on-ones and obviously now after like watching my Instagram expand so rapidly over the last year, I, I now really trust myself and what comes through. And sometimes people say like, you know, I've been following you for six months and it's always so accurate. And this month it just didn't resonate. So I don't know what the problem is. And I'm like, bitch, then move on. Like, I don't know how you, but like, I'm not trying to match your life only. And what's funny is I also noticed that a lot of similar themes sort of come up, um, not only because this past year has had a lot of similar themes. Um, the astrology also is connected to that. If you study the astrology, there's been a lot of similar themes as well. But um I think that for the general horoscopes, like sometimes when those similar themes come up, it's because new people are finding my page for the first time and their guides want to hook them in with something that connects with them. So like, and of course it's not going to be the full 15 minutes, but like, if you notice maybe two or three minutes of that, it's like, oh, I feel like he said that before at some point. Well, that's what the card says. That's what I'm feeling to say. So like, I'm not going to ignore that because I'm like, oh, right. my cards told me that last month. Why are you telling me yep. again? It's like, I just go with it. And I think that's why there's so much expansion and growth because there's new people that are getting connected and pulled in and then all the old viewers get to see some other updates and yes. stuff. Yeah. And in general, in spirituality, like we need to hear the same message again and again and again yep. until we learn it. 
yeah the cards yeah. always know to be convinced too right like yeah something once and you're like okay fine and then you kind of forget about it and like humans are so easy to go back to their old cycles back <sighs> to the comfort zone back to the same shit the same mm-hmm. people so like you need me to show up you know next month and be like Wake up, hello i'm back <laughs> bitch like leave so yeah but it's it's always trying to empower people I do think the pick up piles are maybe like if you noticed um, your your monthly horoscope is not as accurate as you wanted it, then just say like, okay, there's no message here for me today. Um, I'm going to check like a pick a pile because the pick a piles, I have, you know, multiple piles mm-hmm. and those ones are also pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like you choose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you have some of the power. Um, what are some ways that you've learned to overcome that feeling of going back into an old habit on your journey? (sighs) Again, I think it's just trust. It's like Mm -hmm. trusting yourself and trusting your guides and trusting um, your ancestors and just the universe and God or your angels, whatever you want to call it. But like the, um, the element of trust is so important because you really have no idea what's going to happen if you leave this job, if you leave this person, if you leave your home, if you move to a new country, you have no idea. And that's what's terrifying. And hearing other scared humans say, don't do it because like, what are you gonna do? Like when I moved to Europe, my mom was like, and like, God bless her soul. She's a Virgo. She like needs (laughs) more stability than me. She's an earth energy. She really values, um, like she has nice things and like, she's a hard worker and she deserves like all the abundance of course. But like, she was like, what are you gonna do with your couch? And I'm like, what? She's like, you're gonna, what about your couch? Cause I just bought this like beautiful couch. I was like, you I'm can't. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna sell the couch. I don't know. I'm moving to Europe. I don't care. It just feels right. And yeah, I sold everything. I got rid of my car. I donated like 75% of my clothing and I just packed like three bags and I left them at my mom's house. And then I packed my bags and I just like went on this trip to Europe and then the lockdown with COVID happened and I got stuck here and I decided to stay. And then now I'm still here. And like, I'm not kidding. Like since that decision, like my life has like tenfold gone way better. And like, I have more resources. I have um, a larger platform. I have more people paying attention and they want to learn from me. And like, I feel more in line. And like, I moved my, um, my assistant is my like best friend from Toronto who moved here now. So the two of us just work together and it's been hard and, but it's a good hard. It's not like a scarcity, upset, frustration, lack mindset, hard, you know, right. it's just like, okay, we have different problems, but they're good problems because they're problems on my journey, doing what I love to do. They're not someone else's problems and they're giving them to me at a job that I fucking hate. And I just need to stay here and figure it out for them with no credit and no money and whatever. Like, yes, like <laughs> such big yes, like, that this is what people need to hear because th- this shit is terrifying. Like blowing up your life, like from the outside looking in is what you did. And what was the driver for you? What made you, did you hear something that said, go to Europe? I just knew that 
I was just over Toronto. Like okay. I love Toronto. There's some people there that I still really appreciate. Some friends that are still there. I will go back at some point in my life. Of course, I don't like hate the city, but like, there's just this feeling in your soul when you've learned what you needed to learn and the lesson like finally hits and you're just like, I need to go. And it's the same mm. with any relationship, job, friendship, when you're just like, I am so sick of my own shit. I am sick of your own shit. I am sick of these situations coming back again, again, again. And it was like, it was that kind of vibe. I noticed I also kept hitting roadblocks and roadblocks and people, um, bad people started coming to me and like, mm. like, there were some weird situations coming out and I was just like, oh, just fuck everyone. I just need to get the hell away from this negative energy. So mm. that's one thing to really pay attention to when you feel all of that frustration and you feel all of those roadblocks. And I'm not talking about like one or two roadblocks, you know, every couple of weeks or whatever. Like yeah, that's, that's, that's life. <laughs> yeah, that's life. But when you're constantly finding issues, you're constantly hitting a wall. It's like that sort of resistance is because your soul is like, stop going this way. And, and I just said, okay, I'm done. I'm going to um, go on vacation. And I was going to go visit my friend in Berlin. Um, so first I went to uh, London. I stayed there for mm -hmm. like two and a half weeks. And then I went to Berlin and the plan was to stay in Berlin. And then I was like, why did I leave Canada in the winter to go to <laughs> in the winter? Like, it was terrible. And I, I'm sorry, like the people in Germany are like a, a unique flavor. Like there's some people that I was just like, I'm really nice. Like, stop yelling at me when I like say something wrong. Like it was just, mm -hmm. it wasn't my vibe. Um, the flavor my is, is salt, salty. My last name is Kenauer. So I am very German. So I relate with what you're saying. <laughs> And like, don't get me wrong. I was in Berlin in the summer when people were like, you know, happy, a little happier. Yeah. But like in the dead of winter, when it's like cold and raining and snowing and wet and like, you're trying to like speak German, which is not an easy language. I was like, I was just fucking it up. And people would just literally look at me mm -hmm. and they would just warm me and move on. And I was like, I'm just trying Aww. to order like, I didn't have a yeah. Bit of, yeah, I was like, one <laughs> coffee, please. And there was like, no. So anyways, yeah. So my friend there was like, okay, she was German. Um, she was like, I get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I also, uh, you know, need to take a break sometimes. And the point is, she was like, go to uh, Portugal because it's close and it's warmer. Um, mm. So I just came here. And then, like, boom, lockdown. And I just thought, well, everyone wants me to go back to Canada, but like something inside me was like, don't, like it doesn't mm. feel right. So uh -huh. I just said, okay, I'm gonna stay. And now a year later, um, I actually have my second company that's now established here. And like, I'm just like, I know it's crazy. Like everything <laughs> is just blown up. And Amazing. yeah, we're like collaborating with really cool people. We have like mm -hmm. a lot of deals coming up. So things worked after I decided to leave because yeah. like, the universe is just pushing me out really, you know? Yes. I love the saying, if nothing changes, nothing changes. And because you made that change and that choice for yourself, big things happen because you created that space for something new. Right. And the universe wants to see you take a risk because when you risk, it's your guides being like, trust me, 
if you show me and prove to me that you trust me, I will fucking set you up. Like I will help you so much. And I'm not kidding. Like when I landed within two weeks, I just met like a random friend, like a person who became my friend and like they had a connection to a lawyer and then um, they had another friend and they had a connection to like mm -hmm. a doctor for like medical support if I needed and help me set up like my insurance. And like, it was just like, boom, boom, boom. It was like a fucking, a movie. Like you can't write The universe it. was taking care of you. And it will, it'll take care of everyone, mm -hmm. but you need to just, you need to like trust that. And that's really just yeah. your, your higher self being like, come uh -huh. on, we'll be better. And like, yeah. You know, and I'm hearing this like recurring theme of for people and clients of them being so scared. And it's like, I'm trying to tell people it's not going to kill you. Like whatever your fear is of doing emotional work is not going to kill you. And it is going to be so worth it. Mm. I think people That's just the layers. Yeah. Off. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, you know, chemical peels hurt. Like you're shedding skin, <laughs> but like how good does your skin underneath look when it comes out? Great analogy. Very LA. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Witches, we could not think of a better sponsor for this episode. It's BetterHelp. We talk a lot about doing the work and looking in and shedding the dark to find the light. And therapy is an amazing way to do that. So... You can join BetterHelp, which they do virtual therapy. You can be matched with a licensed therapist wherever you are. Um, and they're so amazing and so helpful. Yes, BetterHelp is fully licensed professional therapists, completely online, completely germ-free, completely COVID-free. Um, it's all set up for that, baby. And, you know, if you want those tools, if you want to build that tool bag like we talk about in this episode, you got to add therapy into that. I mean, honestly, it's like, it's a, it's a non sequitur for me at this point in my life. Like, you have to. <laughs> I'm not directly <laughs> telling you you have to, but I'm saying in my own life, in my relationships, like, I need, I need my partner and I need my people to be in therapy. It's that important. So since it's so important, we're giving you a discount to help you get there. 10% off your first month of BetterHelp with the code BASICWITCHES. Go to betterhelp.com slash basicwitches. That's 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash basicwitches. So if you want to feel better, get that help. Now go back to this amazing episode with Chris Corsini. I think it's funny because a lot of people misunderstand fear with and like fear and anxiety with like excitement because there's like this adrenaline rush. And when they feel that on like a cellular like level, like in their body, all their cells start firing up because it's like, there's so much potential. There's so much potential, but they've never experienced that. They've never trusted enough to just jump. And like when they do that, when they actually mm -hmm. jump, they then land and they're like, oh, wow, this is better. And everything falls into place. But it's that like, anxiety before the jump and that anxiety, which really is excitement. And like, oh, my God, I'm going to have like so much available space to welcome in new people, new projects, ideas. Like, who am I going to be? I can rewrite myself. I can find a new identity. I can like that is fucking amazing. And yeah. like, 
that's just, I think sometimes that overwhelming awareness shows up in the body as like this nervous feeling and then that triggers and they like back up, you know? So yeah, yeah. You're so right. It's like, it's like, um, excitement and anxiety are similar. And again, similar signs. <laughs> you come from the chest to say, I'm excited. And you, you also go to the chest to say, I'm nervous. Um, interesting. Um, I think oh, I lost what I was going to say. Oh, it reminds me of, um, Nope. See, this is why it's, it's hard to sign and talk. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not as good at it. It'll come back. No, it's well, fine. this all, this all reminds me of my recent trip to Uruguay. I was offered this like job, this opportunity to go, but obviously it's during COVID and I was, I was going to be traveling by myself. So my agent was the embodiment of the fear of the anxiety. She was like, you're going to be human trafficked. You're going to be like, it's not safe. And then I, chose to just trust in the universe that I was presented with this for a reason. And I went and it was just a life-changing experience. Everyone was so kind. I felt so safe, like more safe than America because it was like a bunch of gun shootings were happening while I was there. It was just like, yeah, yeah, it was just, yeah, in America. Um, But it was just such a beautiful spiritual lesson for me of just like, take the risk. Faith over fear. Do yeah, faith over fear. Do what scares you and trust that I will be safe and I will be taken care of by myself and by the universe. And I remembered what I was gonna say was um that fear and excitement before the unknown is is reminding me of the fool card. Do you feel like that Mm. right, Chris? Like Yeah, because you're walking so close like the fool card is depicted with um, a person on the mountain and they've got like this little bag and they're excited about their journey. And then they're like walking along the edge and it's like, it's really easy to fall off. It's really easy to look down and say, oh my God, like I'm so high, what am I gonna do? But like, if you're not focused down here and you're focused up, if you're not focusing on that like low vibration, fear, anxiety, if you're focused on hope and, and trust, it's just going to work out way better. And I, I always tell people like, trust me, if you leave, you can always come back to the bullshit that is still here. Like, <laughs> what are you going to lose? You're going to like leave behind your friends who are like constantly drinking and partying and doing drugs and they're not working on themselves and they're draining your energy and their energy and nobody gives a shit. It's like, they're still going to be cycling through that, babe. Like just leave and come back if you want. Or leave and then realize, wow, I can meet other people. I can find other, you know, like-minded people that connect. And then we elevate each other. And then you never want to go back. Or or you see mm-hmm. some of these people and you're just like, oh, my God. Like, are you still ignoring all of the work you have to do? It's like, come on. That's, that's another really good thing about change is, and especially distance, like what you did with traveling, because it brings perspective. Changing location mm-hmm. just brings perspective. There's nothing like it. Like mm-hmm. that, that, that's why like people who stay in the same town for their whole lives mm-hmm. vote a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you literally have to leave. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to leave to get that perspective. We need to experience other cultures and other perspectives yeah. and try to learn a new language. Like my Portuguese mm-hmm. is terrible, but I'm hiring a tutor when I can, and I'm trying to take classes and I have the app. And it's like, even just seeing how people use language is interesting because 
it makes you think in a different way. It, mm-hmm. it makes you, um, you just want to be more curious about tasting new things and trying new things and meeting new people. And like, mm-hmm. that's when you begin to really expand your mind more. And when you expand your mind and you see all of the options, then you can filter out, well, which option feels like it resonates with my soul. And then you pick that one and you explore it. And then like, next thing you know, you're meeting so many people that are in line with your vision in mm-hmm. line or whatever, like, yeah, people need to just like mm-hmm. let go of their mindsets and Ideas. the layers and the religion. Yeah, and, all yeah. and like how this family uh, found you in Portugal, like how it built around you of support right. like that. I, I totally agree that that will happen when you take the risk, when you take the leap of faith and like channel that full energy you are going to be supported. It's kind of like, I'm getting this visual of like from Aladdin, <laughs> like where he walks off the balcony, but then the magic carpet caught him. It's like, oh, he, yeah, like he was the fool. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even if he did walk off, like something's gonna catch you. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Favorite movie. <laughs> 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 nice. Perfect example. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, another thing that listeners and we love about your readings is that there is no bullshit. Like you cut to the chase, you're straight to the point and um, you're, you use brutal honesty. What drives you to do that? Like, what, what is that about you? I don't know. I think that like I have, uh, my moon sign is cancer. So really like the core of me is like, I want to serve. I want to support. I am like so filled with love and I just want to like give people information that will help them. Um, Mm -hmm. And then my rising is Libra. So that again is like Mm -hmm. help and support and balance. And I want like everyone to have a turn and I want everyone to see and understand each other. So like, I think that like the core of me just as a soul, as a person is like, I just want to help and support. Mm -hmm. And then my Gemini son is all about communication Mm -hmm. and fun and Gemini is like kids that are just excited to get out and try new things. So I feel like when you mix that all together and also Gemini rules the hands. Um, so like sign language is really um, compatible with me as well. I also have twins, right? So the twins, like one can speak and one can sign and I can process both, you know, better than like something so yeah I think that that just all encompassing sort of just made me like who I am and what I'm here for but what's interesting is um if you look at my natal chart like how I approach things and how I structure my words and my workshops and everything it's just very friendly it's like I just want to talk to you like I'm your friend and I get a lot of messages coming to my dms or whatever that are like it's crazy. I've never met you, but I feel like you're talking to me specifically. And I feel like everything you're saying is exactly how my best friend would just slap me in the face. And like, (laughs) that's what I want to do because people wake up and you're like, bitch, leave him. Like he's toxic. Instead of being like, Hmm, I think this is not. And if you approach things like, you know, meditation doesn't need to be like, hmm, and like all the like crazy traditional things. It can be. And like, you know, transcendental meditation is really good because it has its own benefits. But like, 
my workshops, the guided meditation is really easy. I'm just talking to you and describing mm. something for you to visualize. And it's easier because I'm just like chill and I'm just trying to talk to you in a simple way. That's also a really Gemini um, quality that's like, we can learn heavy, um, you know, big sort of complicated concepts. We can grab them and then we can like water them down and just deliver them in simple terms. And that is what most people are more willing to accept is like me just saying like, bitch, wake up, like go, go do it. Establish your own business. It will work. I promise. Instead mm -hmm. of trying to say something in like, you know, always trust that like, the universe will support your every desire. It's like, yeah, mm -hmm. I have that part of me, of course, but it's like, I just think it's easier to say things like I was just chatting with a friend and and that's what, yeah, yeah wakes people up and it's like, oh, it's easier to accept. Like where, where the practical meets the spiritual. Yes. Gemini. Yeah. Yes. Um, you talked before about the themes. So right now, Aries, new moon, what are the themes that are coming up for right now when listeners are listening to this? Yeah, so when, depending on when this goes out. Comes uh, out in uh, two weeks. In two weeks. Okay, so in two weeks, we will actually have a full moon. So yes. we'll have a different, oh, I'm trying to think what the next full moon is. We just had. It's the uh, full moon in oh, Libra. Libra. No, we just had Libra. Oh, I'm Ooh. blanking right now. Anyways, I can explain. Um, because this new moon that we're on right now, which is the Aries new moon, that energy will carry us forward for the next six weeks and the next okay. six months. So it's still 100% um, applicable for everyone listening, but Aries is the spark. So it's new ideas. It's also fire energy and it's cardinal fire. So cardinal is anything that is leadership. Mm -hmm. And um, the cardinal signs are Cancer, um, Libra, Aries and Capricorn, I believe. And um, again, like I have Cancer and Libra, which is like why I want to teach, why I want to lead. So right now it's a new opportunity for all of us to plant these seeds that are connected to, well, it's a moon. So how we want to feel, what new projects do you want in your life that make you feel more excited about who you are becoming? Because Aries is also focused on the I. It's our labels, it's our ego. Um, and I don't mean ego in a toxic way. It could be obviously, but I mean more like the labels, the mask that I wear, how I show up, my identities, et cetera. It's the me as opposed to the we, which is Libra. So um, yeah, this is an amazing time, especially because it's the new moon. It's the first new moon of the new energetic year because Aries season starts the new year, right? So anyone listening, like, yeah, go take the workshop anytime, but like, it's a really important time to plant the seeds for what you want. And there's um, a sextile, um, which is like an astrological influence. And um, I believe it is with Jupiter in Aquarius, and Mars in Gemini. And what that means is that it's a really good time to get excited about focusing on joy and fun mm -hmm. and how I can find new opportunities and expansion for myself that make me feel new again, fresh again. Like there's an energy in the collective right now that's 
like we've been through so much lately and so much release and so much fear and so much bullshit. Like what we're really lacking is that Gemini energy, which is like the inner child and not only the inner child that needs help and is like, you know, needs healing. Like, yes, that's part of the journey, but the inner child that just wants to go out and like, Mm -hmm. get naked and dive in a fucking pool or like go run through the forest and just like grab a stick and like pretend it's a sword or whatever. It's like, you just want to have fun and explore new things without thinking or judging yourself. And through that play, you find new layers of what you want, who you are. And then you can sort of like structure your intentions um, around what you find. And that's like a really sort of simple overall approach. Also right now we have Pluto in Capricorn, I believe, um, which means that we're still going through the death and the restructuring of Capricorn things, structures, foundations, how we spend our time, our resources, our energy, um, toxic structures, oppressive structures, it's, it's a rebirth. Like this year has similar energy to last year, but it's a little more um, time to restructure and actually like go for it. Whereas last year was more like finding all of the clarity, all of the awareness of what is wrong with everything and then letting mm-hmm. go of the pieces, you know? So that's kind of the vibe right now. Yes. Oh, thank you for that. My my boyfriend is in Aries, but his moon is in Virgo. And at click it clicked recently for me. I was like, oh, you're more Virgo because the Virgo just wants to take over and like control than you are in Aries. <laughs> well, and Aries um, is sure gonna be like me, mine. They're gonna want to do that leadership thing for sure. But a Virgo in a low vibration can be a little bit of a control freak. So yeah, and very analytical, like that doesn't work. Let me do it. I'll oh, do yeah. it, I'll to do it right. And they probably do. They probably are right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they can't yeah, be Yeah, he is, it pisses Most me off. Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. Yes. <laughs> they can be stuck in their old ways though also. So yeah. uh, mm. what worked before, maybe doesn't work now, but it's mm. a mutable sign so you, you typically can also adjust um, with a Virgo. So yeah. probably living for us. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I wonder if your mom had a little Taurus when she was worried about the couch, but that also makes sense for Virgo, Virgo, which she was. Um, <clears throat> that down to earth, like that material stuff, home mm. stuff. Um, what can you tell listeners a little about the workshop in case they want to sign up? Yeah. The or workshop- whatever you're offering. I have um, like on my website, which is uh, inwardboutique.com. I have a lot of different workshops. There's um, a spring equinox workshop on there that you can take anytime um, this spring season. Really, really helpful. It has a workbook uh, that just downloads like a PDF to your uh, computer so I can help you organize your thoughts. And we can thank uh, Daniela, my assistant, for helping me with like all of the Canva designs and everything. Yes. Yeah. Um, but those workshops are really, really helpful. There's some tarot, um, a short guided meditation. And like meditation scares people, but it's really like you just lay back and close your eyes. And I'm just going to talk and you just listen. Or if you're deaf, mm-hmm. you just watch because I'm signing. And 
I say like, okay, what is, you know, what kind of person do you want to invite into your life? And you just visualize that. And if you can't mm. visualize a specific person, which I never recommend is specifics, you should like leave the specifics to the universe, but you should focus on the emotion, the vibration of what you want to integrate into your life. So um, how do the, like, how do new friends make you feel? Um, like the Aries workshop I just did, I said, um, you want to trust them. You want to know you can rely on them. You want to have, you know, compassion and intimate connections so you can discuss your dreams with them and you know that they'll support your dreams because when another person supports your dreams, that much energy behind it, you know, skyrockets. So like, they're really, really easy guided meditations and they're always like maybe 10 minutes. Um, nice. And then... I also have every two weeks I do the moon workshop. Those ones are pay what you can. So like listeners really have no fucking excuse to like not do them. They're like yeah. home videos under 30 minutes and it's tarot. I talk about the astrology and how it's impacting us right now. And I just help you figure out how to establish intentions for that specific cycle because if it's a Virgo new moon, then focus on health, focus on process, focus on maybe communication because Virgo is ruled by Mercury. Why would you focus on um, like luxury or, um, well, maybe that's a bad example because they're earth energy, <laughs> but <laughs> my point is each moon has a specific sign and that sign has a specific energy so if you listen to my guidance i will help you establish the intentions that are best matching with that energy which means you have more opportunity for actual expansion instead of depending on you know establishing an intention that would be better suited under another sign you know mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yeah so that's really the workshops. Uh, the new moons are obviously to plant the seeds, which is like so important. I have, I think like over 20,000 people take um, the full moon workshop sort of regularly. And then the new moon is always like 11,000. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys are letting go of all of this shit, but then you're not establishing these new intentions and inviting in all of the love and abundance. So it's like- Because the full moon is a shiny thing and people get yeah, excited about shiny, shiny things. <laughs> we have the same thing. I, and, and since I'm a double Scorpio, I love new moons. I love the darkness. I love going deep into the darkness, I'm not wow. afraid of it. Um, but yeah, people like the shiny things. Mm -hmm. we, we see that too. Yeah. Too, so you can see it when people can yeah. like see something, they trust it more. When it's just yeah. like unknown, they're like, oh, I don't know about that. But yeah, so every two weeks, um, there's obviously a moon, either a new moon or a full moon. And I mm -hmm. offer workshops to just help people. Um, it just really helps you like, focus your energy for mm -hmm. 30 minutes and figure out what you want to let go of and what you want to invite in. And they're like literally life-changing, like actually. Mm -hmm. Like I have people being like, you have no idea what kind of like money and abundance I've invited in over the last three months since I started like doing these workshops. So like, yeah, I suggest that for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised. Oh, amazing. <laughs> well, Chris, could you please give us a reading for listeners, um, for the collective using tarot or whatever you want, you already got it, <laughs> um, on whatever they need to, to know right now. Yeah. Let me see. I'll do, I'll do a three card 
spread here. Do you want to give me a number uh, between one and five? Three. Okay. The so. witchiest. <laughs> How could we not? <laughs> this one won't come out, so I'll keep that one. One, okay. two, and three. Okay, and then I like to split into three piles and build Ooh. back up into one pile. And then I'm gonna pull three cards. Um, so do you want me to pull the first card from the top, the middle, or the bottom? Top. And the second? Same, top. And the third? Bottom. Okay. And I always like to, I like to look at the bottom of the deck because for me, it's typically either like a hidden energy or an overall theme. And uh, I have the page of cups here reverse, which really is like not accepting less than you deserve. Um, so with that Aries energy, there's really a focus on what do I want to do now moving forward? And it's really important to be like, I don't want to continue to accept the same bullshit, the same apologies, the same um, experiences over and over and over. It's like, I'm ready to level up and yeah, and we've got the five of coins behind that. So the five of coins behind it, it's like we're ready to let go of things that make us feel unhealthy. Um, that can be addictions. That can just be other people in our space and their behavior, their actions, their thoughts, ideas, energies sort of picking up on ours because like we all have an aura, right? So it's this energetic sort of egg-shaped cone around your body and it's used to pick up energy in the environment so that you can figure out how to navigate. And I think that a lot of the time people maybe aren't properly cleaning their energy, cleaning their crystals. Um, this actually just came up in the pick a pile that I just uploaded also on my YouTube. And like, it's time to make sure that we can identify whose energy is who. Is this mine or is it yours? Is that my scarcity mindset? Is that your lack mentality? Is it your, whose old programs are these? And then how to say no to them and, and release them. Um, the first card, oh my God, literally nine of coins. I just <laughs> let go of scarcity. Nine of coins is like, this is a real bad bitch. This is the one who has like, she's got a bird on her shoulder. This is like, full sort of Venus energy, abundance, self-love. Um, this is what is readily available to everyone is abundance and joy and ease. And I'm telling you that because I live it now. Um, she's also all in yellow. I am also in yellow. So this yes. is solar plexus, which is a uh, willpower, which means I'm going to say something and I'm going to actually get up and do it. I'm going to make shit happen. Um, but yeah, this is like, if you look at them together too, like mm. the nine of coins with the page of cups, she's like, I don't care how, um, how dressy you look. I know I can smell the bullshit and I know that I'm not going to accept that because I'm worth more and I'm ready to accept more. And when we accept less than we deserve, it, it shows the universe that we're willing to accept less than we deserve. Um, sorry, I just had another download that I want to share. One of my coaches, I wanted to buy this like Gucci, um, like bag thing, whatever. And I remember just being like, oh, it's a little bit expensive, which is like the wrong wording to use. And now I know that you don't say I can't afford it. You don't say it's, it, it's too expensive. No, you just say, I'm just going to buy it later <laughs> because that 
sets you up with more money to come and then you can buy it later. Um, but I, I remember going in and looking at it and I was like, oh, it's a little bit expensive. And then I saw this other one that was still cute. And I was like, okay, I'll just get that one. And my coach was like, no, you're not just gonna get that one because now you're showing the universe that this is what you really want, but you're willing to settle and accept the lesser version. And so that is so important. Um, and then when I had the money, I went in there and I got it. And like, I didn't think like, oh God, this is expensive. I just walked in and I, I remember telling myself like, I'm fucking loaded, even though I was like maybe lying to myself, but I was just like, <laughs> I'm so rich, like this is so easy for me. And I just walked in and I and I just swiped my card and I grabbed it and I left as if like mm. nothing happened. And like, that is the kind of energy that we need to invite into our lives because it just reinforces it. And the universe, if you're vibrating that energy, the universe has to match it. Like that is the rule of the universe. It has to match what you're feeling. So mm. if you're mm. in between, I want this, I want that, but then you're accepting, you know, this, page of cups this bullshit mm -hmm. or the less it's like now the universe Chris, this this example could not be more spot on like three weeks ago I bought a pair of Gucci slides hot pink slides that I've been wanting forever and I got them and like I, I kept doing the same thing I was like oh they're so expensive I can't but then like I got them and every time I slip them on it's like a reminder to myself that I'm fucking worth it I deserve it and like more good things are coming I don't need to worry about how much money I spent oh I love and you. Don't, you don't need to worry because when you worry, then you're living in that scarcity and then you attract more opportunities for scarcity. But like, and how good do you feel when you put those on? Like, oh, amazing. Yeah. Every time I throw that bag on, I'm like, bitch, look at me. And then I get outside and like, trust me, like, you know, within two days, like, you know, oh, there's a, a workshop going up and all this money is now flowing towards me and I'm just grateful. And of course, like when I get, you know, money coming in. I always like once a month, I donate a bunch of it. I, I make sure that I'm using that money to like properly pay um, deaf people, trans people, black, indigenous people who I'm like collaborating with like fair wages, etc. Like you gotta share the wealth obviously, but when the universe knows that all of the money they're giving you, um, other people are also going to receive it then the universe is going to give you that much more money because it wants you to continue to give money and other people knowing, oh, wow, like this guy's going to pay me. I want to be involved because like, first of all, they're paying me properly and respectfully. Secondly, if the universe sees them thinking about how much money they will make from you, the universe knows that you are the point of contact, right? So it's going to bring you, so you're like amplifying your abundance when you're sharing it really. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just going to plug in my uh, laptop because I'm at 7%. So <gasps> Ooh, do it, do it, please. <laughs> I'm also in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see. <laughs> um, sorry, not sorry. That's what you get from working from Yeah, hell yeah. I fucking love, I love it. it. Right? Love your okay. authenticity. The second card that I have is the moon reversed. And mm -hmm. this is um, deep seated old programs. This is the subconscious energy and the mind. And this can be connected to cancer energy. And um, cancer energy rules the fourth house. So the fourth house is um, definitely where we find comfort and stability and safety. So how do we find more safety? Well, 
money is first and foremost a priority. And that nine of coins is like saying you have the money coming, so trust it. Um, and to release those old programs. This is also connected to Pisces energy and Pisces is the 12th house, which is deep transformation. So again, just release. Like overall this reading so far is focusing on, um, yeah, releasing the scarcity and accepting what you um, want and deserve. I've got the seven of wands mm. reversed as the last card. And it's like, stop fighting it. Like so many people fight abundance. So many people like resist good things, good opportunities because they're scared about sustaining it and maintaining it. And um, I've had a few, I actually had two different energy workers say like, you like before must've been like a, a shaman of some kind that like traded like chickens for like healing and like, you know, like they'd give you cheese and you'd like help heal them or whatever. It was like a barter system. But like now that I live in like 2021 in this current body and experience, like this world runs on money. So like I need to let go of my resistance to money. I need to let go of my like, I don't want money. It's like, why not? So when you sort of drop that and you say, okay, I'm ready to receive, I'm open to receive. And that is old programs because, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. It's like, well, money's not hard. Like maybe I was modeled that money was hard growing up because that person thought money was hard, but like, it's not really hard. Like the universe wants you to have abundance, right? So yeah, I think I'm just getting out of our own way, blocking that. And then I, the bonus card was Knight of Cups that um, came out, Knight of Cups reverse. And I think that this is just saying when you stand in your power and you accept the love and the abundance and all these nice things, like when you start to vibrate that, this is new opportunities coming in. This is new love, new opportunities. This is people being attracted to you and wanting to share with you, et cetera. And because it's reversed, it's just delayed. So you're gonna have to take some time to focus on, you know, holding that vibration and radiating it out because you're like a radio station, basically like turn on, mm -hmm. I just uh, all of these things and hold that. Yes, and then, tuning and, in to 99 point, I love myself and I deserve <laughs> all the love. <laughs> or like 103.abundance.fm or whatever that is like. So yeah, so that's the overall vibe here. And we I all deserve it. it. Like this bitch, nine of coins, oh, yes. we all want to be her. Like she's beautiful, you know? Thank you so much, Chris. I know that's going to apply for listeners. That applied for me in my personal life right now. And yeah. I totally believe it will apply in the future to whenever people are listening. Oh, for sure. So, oh, thank you. Thank you. That was beautiful. And just to wrap it up, um, a basic blessing, something we're each grateful for today. Mm, I know what I'm grateful. I'm so grateful for this work and getting to connect with like-minded people. Every time we have an amazing guest like you, Chris, on my mind is just expanded and I feel inspired. And I know, I know our listeners feel the same. So thank you. And thank you to spirituality. Mm. Uh, thank you both just for inviting me here and uh, giving me an opportunity to, to reach more people. Cause I love, um, I love that. I love to just collaborate with other people and, and get more of the, the light out. Oh, yes, right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I'm grateful on that note that I can that I can carry light in the dark and that I've done the hard work to learn how to self-soothe. Um, because that doing that hard work has made life easier for me. So I'm grateful to, for tools. Yeah. 
And there's lots of tools available for us. Like, yeah, we just need to look for them all, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Mm. Well, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. <laughs> Witches,